Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. We got another day of all-time highs today for both the NASDAQ and the S&P 500, but it wasn't uh, not a huge up day or anything like that, but a solid day of trading as uh, New York is pretty shut down right now, uh, dealing with the flooding that they've seen from the rains of Hurricane Ida. Of course, Louisiana still dealing with the aftermath of that as well. All our thoughts and prayers uh, go to those who have been affected by this hurricane, but almost like adding insult to injury, right on cue, the government steps in to quote-unquote help. <laughs> and I say that laughingly, really in the word, the best summation of that would be the quote from Ronald Reagan. The nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help especially when we look at the Biden administration and the way that they like to help. It is uh, just mind-boggling the way that they can turn these crises and spin them to further their agenda. No government likes to take more advantage of their own citizens than the U.S. government right now. As they say, never let a good crisis go to waste. And this is why I say that right on cue, the government steps in to help. I'm using air quotes as I say that. But they're now trying to push through, once again, the $3.5 trillion infrastructure plan. And now they might even go bigger. Who knows? On the surface, that sounds pretty great. Trump was pushing for an infrastructure plan. We certainly need it. But when you look at what they've put into the bill, it looks like an absolute disaster. Remember, when Trump tried to put an infrastructure bill through, I think the total was around $400 billion, And they said, oh, no, that's too much. We can't be going that big. We don't want to add to the deficit. We don't want to have to raise taxes. But now they're trying to ramp through this $3.5 trillion dollar plan with most of the funding going to social programs and special interest groups instead of actual infrastructure. Like Kristen Gillibrand said in her tweet that's now been made famous that everything is infrastructure. Child care is infrastructure. Paid leave is infrastructure. Caregiving is infrastructure. (laughs) Well, Those might all be great things. Certainly they are. But I think that she might need a dictionary because none of those things actually have anything to do with the infrastructure that this country really needs right now. Look all over the country and uh, the grade levels of our bridges and the way that they have been mismanaged and, and ill taken care of for decades. Our roads as well. I mean... They, we can't put a road together that lasts more than 10 years anymore in this country, it, it seems like. But maybe New York wouldn't be flooding if they actually improved their infrastructure from where it's been from decades ago. Maybe California neighborhoods wouldn't be being ravaged by, by wildfires every year if they used proper forest management. That is infrastructure. 
Those are real problems that people have every day that, that damage their livelihoods, ruin everything that they have. That is infrastructure. It's amazing if you see a map of wildfires every year. This is every year now. This is not a conspiracy theory. These are facts. Once you hit the Canadian border, the forest fires stop. It is a huge sea of red in California, Oregon, Washington, and then you hit the, the, the Canadian border and the fires just magically stop. If, you know, credit where credit is due. You can't really say a whole lot of that about Canada right now, but they at least know how to properly manage their forests. That is the problem in California. It's not climate change. The flooding in New York also not climate change. It's a lack of care for infrastructure. Democrats love to use these hype words around their issues, whether it's climate change or racism. These are words that they use to mask and hide their own failures. And it's not just the Democratic Party. You know, I love uh, to equally throw hate at both of them because they both deserve it. It is Democrats and Republicans love to use buzzwords to hide their failures to anything that they can do to deflect away from people looking at them and they know that the American population by and large will take them at their words. But if you look at the total damage done from hurricanes, floods, everything that they say that goes along with climate change, and you take a look at it, damages as a percentage of GDP, it's been a continuous decrease in the effects for the last 80 years or so. So, They'd love to tell you every year this is going to be the worst hurricane season and it's because of climate change. It's going to get worse. It's not about climate change. It simply is not. Uh, So, again, they're going to try to use it, though, to blame their failures on so that we won't look at that. You get the public all worked up in another direction. It is a perfect sleight of hand trick. Uh, It's what they've perfected in this country over the last three decades now for the political class. Uh, And it can be really pretty disheartening when you look out and you see countries like China or, uh, you know, the the United Arab Emirates that are, you see these incredible cities that they've built that just seem to appear overnight. I saw a photo uh, earlier this week of, a desert, I think it was in Saudi Arabia, just a desert, desolate land. And it was a photo from 2016 to 2021. And now there's a beautiful, looks like state-of-the-art city where that desert used to be. So it's not even that they're building whole cities. These are not just brutalist concrete structures like you love to see and in, in co- that communist countries love to, to see that you just, you know, stuff these people into pens in apartment buildings that are, that are ugly beyond belief. These are feats of, these are modern marvels of engineering. Uh, you see photos of the bridges they build, the buildings they build. Uh, it's, and also not to take into account the electrical grid that they have. A lot of studies have shown that China has already surpassed the United States in their electrical, in the way that they've built their grids. Where here, you hear story after story about how our grids can be hacked uh, by bad actors, more than, more than likely than not, 
other government actors and probably some of in our own, but that's more speculation than anything. Um, but again, it can be disheartening to see that and that's what they want. And that's why we continue to talk about it here on the podcast. Uh, it's so important that we talk about it to stop all of ourselves from going crazy thinking about it. Uh, they, one of the first steps in implementing communism is demoralization of the population. When you have a scared and fearful population, it's easier to force these things on them, much like lockdowns. You tell everybody that this disease is terrible when really it's the flu with better marketing. Uh, That is what we have and it's meant to demoralize you. If you actually look at the data yourself and say, what is going on here? Why is everybody freaking out? And then you get called every name in the book for simply pointing out the actual facts. Um, but that's what they want. And it's good for us to talk about it here. We, from your emails, a lot of you see it as well. Uh, so we want to keep that conversation going. And it needs to continue to happen at our dinner tables, with our family, with our friends, just so we don't get demoralized by it. And meanwhile, to add insult to injury again, we've got a guy in the White House who refuses to answer questions about what is going on in Afghanistan, our border crisis, numerous other problems, whether it's coronavirus or everything in between. And instead of actually taking care of the U.S. population, they want to use the pain of the American people to promote this infrastructure bill, again, with only a small percentage. Small, I think that the total, the last I saw, this was from one of their earlier packages, so not the $3.5 trillion one they're going for, but only 6% of the funds were going to actual infrastructure. And again, they'll pick some buzzword name like the, the, the bill to save America or something like that so that people look like enemies if they don't go along with it. You look like just an evil person if you don't agree to sign this bill. Uh, but that's what they're doing. It's good to be aware of it. And on the brighter side, bring it all back home full circle here, the markets are going to love the additional money that they're pumping into the system. We all know it's going to go to special interest groups, uh, going directly into the pockets of the, the politicians and their buddies who abuse the system. But ultimately, that money will find its way into the stock market. We got a little bit of a bid today on industrials and materials on the news, you know, coming out of New York and Louisiana and a possible infrastructure bill. And so, I'll get to more on that in our sector watch. But again, our markets do like that easy money is coming back in. So let's take a look at our markets on the day-to-day. Leading the charge today was the Russell 2000, up 0.74% to 2,304. And small caps have been so unloved, but we're now just four points away from an all-time high in IWM. Next up was the Dow, up 0.37% to 35,443. Next up was the uh, the S&P 500 hitting an all-time high today, up just under three-tenths of 1% to 4,536. And lastly here, the NASDAQ up 0.14%. So not huge gains, but still able to hit an all-time high at 15,331. 
Next up, we'll take a look at our internals on the day. Advancing stocks, beating out declining stocks. Similar to yesterday, not massive beats like two to one or three to one or anything, but positive across the board here. And it was positive enough to take the S&P 500 advanced decline line back to all-time highs. And folks, that's bullish. When advanced decline lines are hitting all-time highs, some would argue that's more important of a metric than the market, the indice itself hitting an all-time high. When you have this many advancing stocks, that means that the rally is broad. It's not just the big mega cap names that everybody likes to talk about, not just the fangs. It is across the board a rally. That is bullish. The NYSE and NASDAQ advanced decline lines do still have a little work to do to get back to all-time highs, uh, but still not looking too bad here, looking like that they might be able to do so, especially on the NYSE. New 52-week highs and lows were our bright spot on the day here once again, coming in over 9.5 to 1 positive on the day. Huge beats with 487 stocks advancing, or sorry, hitting 52-week highs to just 51, hitting 52-week lows. So an impressive beat there. And lastly, volume, almost 2 to 1 positive on the day. It was 2 to 1 positive for the NASDAQ, just over it and just under 2 to 1 positive for the NYSE. So strong beats across the board for the internals on the day. Next up, we'll take a look at our sectors. Energy led the way today up 2.5%. Big win for energy today, followed there by healthcare and then industrials, utilities, and materials. We also saw the real estate sector hitting an all time high today, as well as utilities also. Then our laggards on the day were communication services, consumer discretionary, and then one that is a little bit worrying, but really pretty flat on the day was tech, down just 0.05%. The semis were able to finish up on the day and slightly beat the NASDAQ as well up 0.24%. Lastly for today, our VRA commodity watch, gold slightly lower on the day, now down just over two tenths of 1% to 1,811 an ounce. Silver down bigger, 1.2% to $23.93 an ounce. Copper having a a good day today, up just over half a percent to $4.30 a pound. And oil higher as well, up 1.6% to $69.70 a barrel. And lastly for today, cryptocurrency rally continuing here. Uh, Bitcoin up 2.67%, almost back to $50,000 a Bitcoin at $49,470 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com, click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.